627, preached in the First Presbyterian Church of Bakerstown on Sunday, December 3rd, 1972, is a message entitled, Preparing for Christmas, which accompanied the cantata, The Nativity, by Eric Thyman. It took God centuries to get ready for Christmas, and every year we try to do it in four weeks during that period which we call in the church Advent. How do you get people spiritually prepared once again for the greatest miracle and event that ever happened in the life of the world, the birth of Jesus Christ? How do you do it? The best way I know is the same way God did it the first time when he prepared the world for not only Christmas but Easter, preparing them to be introduced to not only the person but also the work of Jesus Christ. From the Bible we realize that the way he prepared the people for Christmas is the way also we are to be prepared for Christmas and first of all we realize that he did this by getting the people to be concerned afresh about the reality of sin. This was the job of the prophets, and especially John the Baptist, to tell people to get them concerned about the reality of sin. And John came baptizing. And this individual, not only with his strange diet and his very peculiar dress, he came telling the people that there was something wrong with them and with the world, that they should repent and turn unto the kingdom of God. He tried to point out to them lovingly, but nevertheless forcefully, the fact that there are some crooked ways that need to be made straight, some rough places, plains that need to be made smooth, that there was some sin that had to be overcome. Now John, like any man who tries to concern people with the reality of sin, found that his message was unpopular. He came as a lone voice in the wilderness trying to tell people about the reality not of only sin but of their sin. He knew, just as we know, that unless a man knows he is sick, he doesn't have much chance of going to a physician to be healed. If a man does not know that he is lost, he doesn't have much chance of being found. An individual can't be saved unless first he knows and is concerned about his sin. God then prepared the world for Christmas through his prophets, through John the Baptist, through others to, who were trying to get people concerned about sin. Secondly, he did so by getting people, getting people to concentrate on the Savior of mood. This is the reason that we have the prophecy, that we have the message of those who prepared the highway for the Lord. He was trying to get people to concentrate anew upon the meaning of the Savior. 
And what a diplomat and what a promoter is God. He used a star, he used shepherds, he used wise men, he used a young maiden by the name of Mary, he used a carpenter by the name of Joseph, he used angels, he used the great heavenly host. He used everything and anybody to concentrate on that one fact, for unto you is born this night in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. God wanted people to see that this Jesus is the only one who can save us from sin. There is no other name under heaven that can save us except the name of Jesus Christ. He is an individual whom prophecy and the word of God spoke of in so many terms. Isaiah calls him, you know, the mighty God, the wonderful counselor, the prince of peace. We have also in the story that came down to Joseph that his name shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. His name is Jesus, which means he shall forgive people of their sin. When the angel spoke unto Mary, said, He shall be the Son of the Most High, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. This is the one who is our Savior. And he came down to us at Christmas, and his name to us is love. He alone is the one that can break oppression. He alone is the one who can set the captives free. He alone is the one who can take away our sin. He alone is the one who rules with equity. Concentrate, you see, the new on the Savior, and you get ready for Christmas. Then there was one other thing God did, and that was to get the people to contemplate again upon the sayings of Jesus. The sayings not only that he spoke, but the sayings that were spoken about him. It's hard for us to visualize the extent of time, but please do not think that the day after everybody knew that Jesus Christ was born. That's not true. Many people did not know it for 10, 15, 25, 35 years. Some didn't know it for a hundred years. There are people today, after 2,000 years, that still do not know Jesus Christ was born on Christmas Day. Consequently, God uses repetition, contemplation upon the words and the sayings of the Holy Scripture to bring forth the birth of Christ anew. This is why we, at the Advent season, through scripture, through sermon, and today through sacred song, we repeat again and again and again so that all of us can contemplate on the sayings concerning the Christ. On that first Christmas Eve, you know, the shepherds who received the word amongst the first. They left their responsibility and they said, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. On this particular first Sunday of Advent, 
Ladies and gentlemen, let us put our responsibilities aside. And being concerned about the reality of sin and concentrating afresh upon the Savior, come now with me as we contemplate again the words of our Savior, the words about it, hoping that through the repetition we may be able to see him anew. We're very grateful to our dedicated chancel choir who since the last of September has been working on this particular cantata. So fellow shepherds, let us leave our responsibilities and now go over to Bakerstown and hear again about this thing that has happened to us, the words that the Lord has made known to you and to me.